Episode 16 of My Life is a Junk Drawer, Living Your Best Life. Welcome to My Life is a Junk Drawer with your host, me, Sue Mangum. This podcast is meant to help you clean out the junk in your heart, soul, body, and yes, junk drawer. Thanks for listening. Hey, y'all, welcome back. Man, I can't believe another week has passed. It is just flying by. I can't believe it is almost October. Crazy. Anyways, this week is full of hysterical laughter, a lot of unprofessional moments, and um, please excuse some of it. I could not edit out everything. (laughs) We kept bumping the mic. And I don't know what we were doing. We must have been waving our hands or when we were laughing. I don't know. But anyway, so please, there's a bunch of mic taps and I apologize ahead of time, but they were involved in conversation, so I could not edit them out. And also there was a doorbell that rang not once, but twice. Yes, I had wine delivered during my podcast. So, you know, real life, real things. And truly, this is just a conversation in a room in my house, and we happen to put it on air, and you guys listen to it. I don't know. It's crazy. Anyway, Michelle and I have been friends for a long time, but really have just gotten to know each other better in the last couple of years. She is one of the most fun-loving, genuinely happy, pick-me-up people you will ever meet. She will make you feel good about yourself. She will make you laugh at yourself. And she laughs at herself. So she's always so fun to be around, spontaneous. And I don't know, she lights up the room and she is always a joy when I get to see her. So here is my interview with Michelle. Hey guys, I wanted to jump in just for a minute and tell you about this new product that I'm using. It has helped me organize my days tremendously. In the morning, I take my doing well daily journal, my cup of coffee, and I head to the back deck. When I get out there, I take a deep breath and I open to my page. I do the gratitude section, which I do three things that I'm grateful for. There's words to live by where I do daily affirmations or sometimes even a Bible quote. The personal growth, hey, It keeps you growing. The knock it out is my favorite because that's my to-do list. Helps to keep me productive. There's a get moving section. You can put your exercise. You can put your water. You can put what you eat every day. It helps me stay organized while being really creative. I just love my Doing Well Daily journal. So hop over to doingwelldaily.com and order yours. Now, back to the program. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. I am so excited to have you. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself and our listeners? Oh, goodness gracious. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I guess my bio on my Instagram post says, Christian mom, adoring wife, Seminole fan, lover of life. But <laughs> to, to get a little bit more specific, I um, am married to my cousin, I might tell that story later. Okay, Um, I have four kids uh, who are all older. I mean, 23, 21, 18, and 16. I'm a stay-at-home mom, 
And I'm very passionate about my faith and about living my best life. Yeah, great. That's kind of what we're here talking about. You guys, this is going to be a really, hopefully, belly-laughing, fun-loving podcast. I <laughs> Pressure's hope that, on. Yeah, that if you guys are kind of in a bad mood this morning as you're driving to work in the traffic or something has happened to you that maybe has gotten you a little down, I hope that this podcast can um, bring a smile to your face. So we're just going to dive right in, and I'm going to get to my first question. Oh, All boy. right. <laughs> You are one of the most fun-loving and enthusiastic people that I know. Have you always been this happy? Hmm, I, I think so. I was raised in a very energetic home. My dad was in the Army. We moved 14 times in wow. my life. My mom and dad loved to entertain. We always had a lot of people over, um, and I kind of was raised... You know, if you if you fall down, you get back up again. I know that's kind of your motto too, but <laughs> yes. it was never real. Um, let's say a lot of sympathy for you if you were having a bad day. It was kind of like you got a lot going on, girl. Get over it. Um. So yeah, I think I think I've always been pretty cool. happy. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like it. So tell us, start us off with a good, funny Michelle story. All right. Well, I have so many. Um, <laughs> I am married to my cousin by marriage. Chill out, everyone. Um, I went to Florida State, as you did. Um, Our football team really stinks this year. I know. Goodness gracious. Whole nother story. Don't get me crying. This is supposed to be a happy podcast. Got it. Got it. I dated the same guy all through college and went home for, unfortunately, a bad situation. My great-grandfather passed away, went back for a funeral, and my aunt said, hey, my nephew's in town. It's my dad's sister married my husband's mother's brother. So I said, are we related? And she said, oh, no, honey, this is only by marriage, but you should go out with him. This would be kind of a blind date. And I said, well, I'm I'm taken. I can't go out with him. But long story short, I did go out with him and fell in love. And we've been married for 25 years this January. And oh we laugh about how oh my gosh. we met in South Alabama and we married each other and we're cousins. <laughs> That's that's, oh that's one of my stories. All right. I have never heard that story. And when you said you married your cousin like three minutes ago, <laughs> I thought you were li- uh, kidding. So that is pretty funny. Yes. That is stinking funny. Oh, my gosh. Do people just like do their jaws drop when you start yes, to say do. that you're they married do. to your cousin? Yeah. By marriage. By marriage. By marriage. And you have to do it. You have to relate it in your own family. So my aunt married his uncle. Okay. Yeah, so you're Got not, it. there's no blood. Got it. There's yeah. no bloodline. Okay. I love you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, you seem to live life to the fullest, and I admire that about you. Thank you. How do you do that? How do you keep it up every day? Well, not every day, but most days. I think for me, I just try to just always look on the bright side. I mean, that's probably just always look for good in every situation, right. no matter what. Um, and again, I have a very deep faith, so I believe God ultimately has a plan, and He knows and is seeking good for us and everything. Um, but I also think I, I tend to make everything like a celebration. I tend to want to celebrate everybody and everything, which can be probably a negative thing too. But let's talk about positive. That is, yeah. No, I think it's really positive. I just think I, I really enjoy celebrating people. And I think I surround myself with good people, you right. included. I think I have a good community of people that I'm, surround me and 
gosh, I don't know. I just, yeah, I love life. You, you, have, you have like this um, almost aura about you because you'll just walk through the door at the gym and you're, you're smiling and, and instantaneously, like, I'm either like, I know I'm going to have a really funny laugh or I know that she's going to make me smile. So you, you have a, like, almost like a sixth sense about you. So Stop I think that like, I'm going to cry. Of, oh, I just think <laughs> it's so cool because, Thank you. and you always, you have such a great sarcastic humor, like, because unfortunately, <laughs> yes, I do. Now, that can also be a bad thing, but it's, you can just take any situation and you're so witty that you can make it so funny. So I Thank think that's you. really cool. Thank you. Um, but tell me, how do you handle the hard stuff? I, um, to be honest, I haven't really suffered a lot of hard stuff in my life. Um, my grandmother passed away when I was in college, and that rocked my world. And it's still to this day, I miss her terribly. But again, looking back, I was 20 years old when that happened. Right. I have a lot of things to be grateful for. But I think the main thing is that I don't make other people and situations my Jesus. I don't, and that's something I kind of stole from my husband early on in our marriage. We were bickering as newlyweds sometimes do, just trying to figure it all out. And he literally went up to the sink and filled up a cup of water and he filled it up halfway. And he said, I will never be able to fill your cup all the way up. I am not your Jesus. And it resonated with me so boldly that I think about it on a daily basis that I think you're right. I am expecting so much out of you as a human that you're going to fail me every day. Uh And unless I put my faith in something that is steadfast and never wavers, then I, then I will find contentment in every situation. So I try not to say that I try to not make other people my Jesus. Right. That's, Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. And and maybe also when they're having a hard time, you don't take on, like you don't try to fix everything because it's, you can't because that's. Well, that's other, probably something that I think is one of the negative side effect of being as I'm an Enneagram seven, everyone. <laughs> I'm very enthusiastic, but I also never want to go to the dark side. Yeah. So if you really wanted to sit and mourn and talk about things that, are in a deep, dark place. I'm probably not your girl. Gotcha. And I've, that's just, (laughs) my husband says, you know, when you were born and God was giving out empathy cards, he forgot yours. Ah. Okay. So you're like, uh, I don't see blood. I don't see. You're fine. Blood, you know, dust it off. Get back up. You're good. You're fine. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. That's funny. That is that. That makes a lot of sense. We, you guys, if you haven't done the Enneagram, I am actually going to do a podcast on it because I have just become like so enthralled with it. And it's always kind of, I've looked at it on the outside and, and put off doing the test and I finally did the test and we talked about it today. And you were spot on. And I was spot on and I didn't even think that's what I was. I'm a six. I'm the loyalist, which if anybody knows me goes, duh. But I kind of thought I was a two, the helper, and I'm not. But anyways, I just thought it was really cool. You're not helpful, Sue. <laughs> I'm not helpful at all, so I need to stop thinking that I am. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, you told us a funny story. Now tell us about, because I swear you are the most adventurous person I know. Like, I feel like you, and it's not even that maybe you're doing the most 
wild safari ever, but you are always on an adventure or seem like you're on an adventure. So maybe, maybe tell I us make a- normal situations adventurous. You I do. don't know if I'd go on a lot of adventures. I'm never going to bungee jump. No, me neither. I'm never going to jump out of an airplane. I will never get a tattoo. I'm not that kind of adventurous. I think I'm spontaneous. Right. I am always want to leave a little bit of margin in my life for someone who calls to say, hey, want to go blah, 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 or do this or that. Um, So I think I'm more spontaneous than adventurous. Okay. I mean, maybe when I was younger, but I think as I've gotten older, I certainly have not there there's nothing that I'm going to risk my life to do all right well then tell me about a time where you were spontaneous oh sue so many times (laughs) oh gosh I I could think about that (laughs) let me just say this I loved college um for those of you who went to college I mean I I it truly was some of the best years of my life um now I have one that just graduated from college and two children currently enrolled in college. And I don't know if any of you have been to my new favorite town of Athens, Georgia, but that is where I coined the phrase and that I stole from a commercial. I'm living my best life. Not that I try to act like I'm back in college. I just really enjoy feeling young. So I think anytime anyone invites me to go to a college football town or a a college town period, I am going to go. Okay. Um, I love being around young people. They give me life. Um, I So nothing specific because that's why my voice is so raspy. I've been in Athens the last couple weekends. <laughs> I'm living my best life with my children okay. and friends, but I love a good road trip to a to anywhere college town. college town anywhere really so, honestly really Sue yeah, let's anywhere. be honest yeah. anywhere and I, she's not lying because she'll like just send out a text on a Wednesday and say hey I just rented a, a Airbnb there's five bedrooms who wants to come with me yep. and you know it's crazy like we're all like wait a minute it's Wednesday you want to leave in two days and you know all yeah. of us that have to plan stuff and so it's yes. really cool um, I'm going to sidetrack just a little bit because you made me think of something that I think is really cool. As you said, sharing time with your college students and loving that. Because I think our our kids some days are getting like a, a bad rap. I think that people are saying they're selfish and self-absorbed. And I mean, I'm going to take this from Jen Hatmaker, but I don't feel that way. I love spending time with, I'm like... My kids are at such great ages, and they'll sit down and have real conversations with me. Do you kind of feel the same way? I love parenting now. I love it. I love even having not confrontational conversations, but just hearing their perspective on things is interesting. My four children are all so different. And they bring me life, but they also open my mind to seeing things like I've never seen before. Right. I love spending time with them. They probably think I smother them. I don't know, guys. I love y'all so much. I just, I can't go a day without reaching out to each and every one of them and try to have some connection with them on some level. It could be a text. It could be a call. It could be just a cute picture I saw of something. I just love connecting with them. Yeah. And I think now, gosh, it sure is. beats potty training. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even because, so my older two are in college and just letting my young, I mean, Chase just went to Alabama. We all know that. But 
because parenting can take on a such a different role because you really don't have control of what they're doing anymore. And so, but, but if you are involved and they feel like you're a safe place to land, they will tell you so much that you wouldn't think that they would tell you. And, you know, sometimes I have to go just listen, but it is such a, I don't know, I, I'm enjoying it too. And I have let, I have tried to really let them go and fly. And I found that they like to interact with me. And I, I think they, I have, you know, my two guys, they're pretty different for both being boys, but it's, it's cool. I just think they're a good generation that it's been, getting... when our kids were younger, we would always, or again, quoting my lovely, uh, love D my husband, he would always say, I want to raise our kids to parent them out of respect, not out of fear. Yeah. So they don't want to disappoint you and they want, they're respectful of you. And yeah, then they're that's... engaged in letting you know what's going on in their life. My gosh, I've had better conversations with my kids being in school yeah. than I ever did in high yeah. school. Where did, where did you find this husband of yours? He sounds oh, like my. he's like... On a blind date. Marry your cousin, <laughs> Yeah, I guess the cousin thing. Man, <laughs> like he like is like this bountiful man of wisdom. Yes, he is. SD, I'm telling you. I'm telling you what. All right. So anyways, leading into marriage. Oh, boy. You wrote this on social media the, media the other day. It says, Oh no, I'm scared. Marry your one more song, <laughs> your one more drink, your forever DD, a man that makes you laugh with him and at him daily, all without complaining. I promise you will not be disappointed. Amen. Yeah, I just was like, I think I'm going to get that wrapped up and framed. Isn't it true? And I was like, that is words of wisdom for marriage. Well, and not, I mean, you don't have to marry your DD if you don't drink. That's fine, too. I just think I want my girl, and especially my girls, I say this, but I want my boys to be respectful as well. Marry someone who lets you be you. Right. You know, there's a song out now, and I don't know who sings it, and I love it, and it's called Leave Her Wild. Oh, yeah. Have you heard it? Oh, my goodness. And I'm like, this is my theme song. Leave, let me be me. Um, I think being respectful of someone's personality type and my interests, we have never tried to change each other. Um, and I love that about us. Right. That is, it is. Can you go, can you even go a little deeper into why you guys are like, just have the, yeah, well, I think, you know, people ask randomly, oh, you've been married for almost 25 years or what's your secret or, you know, oh, do you have a secret? And I think, I, there's no secret, but we just put each other first. We put the other person before ourselves. Okay. So I think I'm always thinking, what would he like to do in this situation? And in return, he's doing the same with me. And I mean, it's not every day. It's not perfect, people. Right, right. But for the most part, we are trying to please the other person. And it's not a competition either, right. but... I think just it all comes together that I think we just have this mutual respect for each other that I want him to be living his best life and he wants me to be living mine. Right, right. So whatever that looks like. And and it's cool. I heard this the other day um, that you don't need a man to complete you. Like that was like such the Jerry Maguire of the time, you know, you complete me. And so then we all went out there looking for the guy to complete us because, you know, they were they were meant to be together. But if you can complete yourself and then you find someone that you put before yourself, I just think that that is only only good things are going to happen. When you well, and away. from us, well, as a Christian, 
not making him my Jesus. Right. And searching someone who's looking, pursuing someone who's pursuing Christ above me. That's right. That's his secret if I had to unpackage it right now. I mean, right. he just is an incredible, incredible human being. And I'm, I love him so much. <laughs> that's really cool. I, I just, I think that's great. And I think it's good words to, to let people sink, to sink in and, and just think about for a little bit about completing each other, but not completing each other, if that makes any sense. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. You recently started a blog. Oh boy. It's called 52 Weeks to 50. Yes, I did. Tell me about that. Well, hmm. Um, not giving away her age or anything. I'm, yes, I, I did this two weeks before my 49th birthday and I literally had been praying for God to kind of, and I'm not going through a midlife crisis or anything like that. I just was really searching for some extra purpose and God literally laid on my heart, Michelle, are you feeling challenged? And I thought, gosh, no, I mean, I kind of wake up, do my thing. I mean, I have my little routine and I feel like I'm doing a great job at this life that he's given me, but do I feel challenged? Uh, not you're, you're, occasional 5k we decide to run or whatever <laughs> you're, um, you're kind of good at what you do i mean so no, kind of feeling pretty good coasting. right now coasting is the great word but i just felt like god was calling me to more so i literally bought the website 52 and it's the number 52 weeks to 550.com and i was like god please just lay on my heart what do you, what can i do so every week it's a challenge and it has been so fun for me. I get these kind of like my weekly diary. Ah, okay. Well, you have me intrigued. Tell me a little more about this website and maybe the challenges that are in it. Well, let me just say, I don't come up with all of these on my own. I have friends that are giving me suggestions too. I put a lot of prayer into this. Um, God's put a few on my heart that um, my mom always laughs. Are you going to run out of stuff to say in 52 weeks? But Michelle had run out no, of things to say. Never. Your mother asked you that? No. <laughs> the goal, The goal is to get a community of people together and rally around each other and support each other to do something possibly outside of your comfort zone for one week. And truthfully, it's only six days because right. we don't do anything on Sunday. <laughs> we take the day off. That's biblical. Yes. <laughs> um, but so an example is the first one that we did was uh, words of, of affirmation I and gratitude. Um, I challenged everyone to write a note to someone and I wrote this kind of crazy story. I wasn't even going to talk about this, but I wrote six letters Wow! and in return, I got five letters back in the mail and one phone call from the people that I wrote to, which I just thought was really cool. Um, I didn't know how people would take it, you know, like... There's the doorbell. I think the mailman. Don't worry about that. So writing those letters and just hearing the feedback from people was so incredibly cool to me that, wow, people are actually reading something that I wrote and doing it. And so the next week we did a water challenge where we drink a gallon of water a day and then the posture challenge. And this week we're unsubscribing from our junk email. It's a way for us to come together as a community and challenge ourselves to do better, be better, feel better, 
look better. And you know, it's optional. I, I tell people it's not a contest. Right. We're not having a competition, people. Um, but the website is 52weeks250.com. You can go on there and subscribe. You'll get a, a weekly update. It usually comes out on Sunday or Monday. And it's a weekly challenge and there's conversation going and we kind of have side text going on about yeah. it too. So, I mean, jump in, jump out, turn yourself around. No, someone said that reminds me of a cheer. But don't... Yeah, don't, just, get, don't feel pressure about it. It's just something to take you out of your box. Let me go back just a minute because I really loved... You've only done four, but the first one, I immediately was like, I'm going to do this. And it's only because... And I took people... I didn't do my immediate family. I did kind of random people that... I felt like really needed it. And one of my friend's son is in boot camp, so I sent him a card. I reached out to a couple of different people, too. I did end up having to text at the end. But just connecting was really cool. Did did you do your immediate family, or did you kind of go out of your box, too? I went out of my box, like, way. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, cool. Actually, I say that. I did do one for an immediate family member. Okay. She'll know who she is. Oh. I... I think the goal too, now that I really see God working through this blog, is that continue doing a little bit of this right. every week. You know, right. writing notes to people and giving people words of affirmation is not a bad thing. Do it once a week. Send right. a send a text once a week yeah. if you can. Yeah. But do what you can. You know, the water challenge. Water's always been a thing for me, so I'm it's always on my mind. I really need to drink more water. Thank you for saying that. I'm glad that you participated and got something out of it. Yeah, we were just talking about unsubscribing too because we were we had we went to lunch after our mother's fellowship and we were having a competition of who had the most unread emails. Oh yes, some people have like over a thousand unread emails. Oh no, um, thirty thousand. Oh. 30,000? 30. Who had 30? Oh, not going to say anything. Don't say anything. You know who you are. 30,000? I didn't hear that. And 110 unheard voicemails. Okay. Anyway. We we digress. We're going down a rabbit hole now. We are. We're not going here. Okay. Um, All right. So do you think getting out of your comfort zone creates growth? Absolutely. Don't you? Look at you. Yes, that is true. The question is not to me. What are we, old moms? Starting a blog and a podcast all in two months of each other? When Sue asked me to do that, when you asked me to do this, I thought, you know what's going to happen. I'm going to have FOMO because that's one of my bad. And I'm going to want to start a freaking podcast. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's okay. There's room for everybody. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think if you get too comfortable... You just get old and die. I mean, I'm sorry to be so extreme about it, yeah. but you know, my um, I have a trainer, and he he's he's gonna be listening too. And he told me he said, you know, some days I just decide to drive a different way home just to get out of my comfort zone, uh-huh. which is so simple, right? You know, we all get into a rut. I so know. absolutely, I I completely agree too. And my why did because people are like, why did you start a podcast? And I was like. I mean, I don't know, but that's kind of the same thing. I was like, I've always been interested in writing and, and I don't know, I got into these podcasts and I was like, you know what, let me just jump in and get out of my comfort zone. And every time I do it, I just like light it up. It took 10 years off your life. It did. <laughs> I'm so young feeling now. And I, I really go. think, all right, Stephanie, I know you're listening and I'm sorry, people. 
We are not old moms. We are just not so young moms. That's what our new title is. That's right. That's yes. right. So are there any other stories you want to share? Oh, gosh, so many. <laughs> we'll pick a couple. Oh, goodness. Well, talking about marrying my cousin um, at our wedding reception, he came up to me and, you know, I was bridezilla because I was so into being a perfectionist about my wedding. Um, and he had bit into a chicken wing and his front tooth came out. <gasps> no, it didn't. Yes, it did. And we hadn't taken any of our pictures at the end, okay. the garter toss and the bouquet toss. And I said, you are kidding me. Put that freaking thing back in and get out of my face. Oh, my gosh. And he said, no, I'm I'm not kidding. It's I I need to. So anyway, long story short, put some gum in there, posed for the pictures, flew to Maui, had the tooth replaced after two days on our honeymoon. So imagine being a new bride, (laughs) eager to have a lovely vacation with your new husband husband who's toothless. Um, (laughs) And it, did it must have hurt too? Well, was he it in was pain? no, he no. was not in pain. Oh, okay. It was a it was a, a high school basketball accident, so it was oh, kind of a fake tooth oh, anyway. Oh, but oh, okay, well that makes me feel tiny bit better. At least no, it no, pain. no, no, it's all good. That's our funny. I'm always trying to win those contests, you know, where you like write in with your funny wedding story. Oh yeah, and I, I haven't. You haven't won it yet. I've never entered. But. Oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> you should. In your mind, you've entered and you've won. In my mind, a million times I've entered. Oh, no, my gosh. I, 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 that's, that's one story. Yes. I don't know if I have any other stories. Okay. But so, I'm sure your listeners probably have some stories about, about me. Uh, <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, well, they're not getting recorded, so we're okay there. Uh, okay. So is there anything else before I get it to my standard two questions oh, that boy. you want to share? Oh boy, no, just thank you for having me. I I am so I am so proud of you. Oh, thank you. I love listening to your podcast. I love when people like us are doing their thing and I am just cheering you on and I'm just oh, so proud of you. Oh, this is so fun. Thank you. When oh can I come back? <laughs> Very soon. <laughs> All right. Tell me something that you have stored in the junk drawer of your heart, soul body and how are you taking steps to clean it out I don't like this question I know this is emotional but I'm gonna draw a little bit out of you I do not well I say I don't like this question but it's so like you gotta address this kind of stuff right right and um, when I took the Enneagram and for any of you guys who didn't take it or you can do a shortened version of it it is eye-opening one of the things it's like all the positive things about yourself and then it named your root sin like your your bad thing about you right and mine is gluttony yes i'm enthusiastic and i don't want to miss out but on the flip side of that i do overindulge in things that flat wear me out right and i'm not just talking about all the things that I enjoy on a physical level, but I get so vested in celebrating that I sometimes can drain me. And I'm sensing that now as I get old enough to kind of look back on the things that I am a yes girl. I want to do it all. Right. And we did a Bible study book study called the best. Yes. And that was very eye opening for me. And I think the more I start saying no to things, in my life, the more authentic I can get and really right. Enjoy cleaning the out my drawer and really exactly 
Yeah, because sometimes a, a good no for you is a good yes for somebody else. So, well, and appreciating, like you know, your your love language. Mine is one hundred percent acts of service. Yeah. <laughs> Clean, unload the dishwasher. <laughs> Walk the dog, take out the garbage. I'm a, I'm good. Yeah. But having quality time with my husband who enjoys that more than all that other stuff, it, it makes me appreciate right. Saying no to all those right. other things right. makes me appreciate it. So right. gluttony, if, if that's... That's good. Now, that's a good one. Yeah. It came out good. Thank you. So proud. Uh, <laughs> all right. Last but certainly not least, what's the funniest or weird, weirdest thing you have in your junk drawer or closet? Cleaned out or not cleaned out? Well, this is sad, too. Oh, no. (laughs) Don't leave us on a sad note. Well, it's funny, sad. You have the cleanest drawers around? No, I don't. I have four kids, and our youngest, we always say, oh, gosh, we never had time to read to you. You always had a ring pop in your mouth, you know, in a stroller at a ball game. And we kind of joke about it. But recently, and she's 16, y'all, so this is pretty bad. Um, I was helping her clean out her room because it was overwhelming. And sometimes right. us moms got to sit down on the floor and help get out their junk, clean out their junk drawer. That's right. And I opened up this little box and I said, Landry, what is this? And she said, oh, mama, that's looking. And I opened it up and it was all of her baby teeth that she saved that because the tooth fairy never came. God, that is sad. <laughs> I I said, oh no. And she said, it's fine, mom. It's fine. It's no big deal. And I said, I feel so horrible. Y'all, there were like seven teeth in there. Oh my How gosh. many teeth the kids lose? Like 35? No, not that many. <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyway. Oh my gosh. So she that's never horrible. would come and say, oh my gosh, the tooth fairy didn't No, come. because that's not her personality. She's no. So that is the absolute worst thing I've ever found. Oh, in a drawer. That that's a little sad. All right. <laughs> but let's all laugh. Let's all laugh and continue you're, you're living making, our best life. You are making some mom out there feel so. Yeah, I am. Good. That's right. <laughs> all right. Tell us one more time where people can find you. Um, they can follow you on Instagram if you want. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm on Miss just Michelle Weaver, M-I-C-H-E-L-E one L Weaver. Um, I'm on Instagram personally and Facebook, but I also have links in my bio on both of those okay. to the website 52 Weeks to 50. Um, and also I'm on all the social media websites. So I'm, awesome. I'm pretty sure I'm not on Twitter yet, but I haven't gone there. But I'm definitely on Instagram and Facebook. So awesome. follow, subscribe, and join us in the journey to challenging ourselves getting out of the box yes so living proud our best of you. life living our best life soon all right <laughs> all right thank you michelle so much for coming on this was such a fun time it was fun all right all right guys we'll see you later bye oh my gosh guys that was so fun she is freaking amazing she makes me laugh so hard and i didn't even know she was married to her cousin I don't even know. Can you believe that? That is just priceless. Anyway, I hope you guys learned that you can live your best life not by having to do extraordinary things or things that are out of this world, just by taking everyday things and seeing the bright side. Or maybe stepping out of your comfort zone and 
you know, pushing yourself to grow into something that you wouldn't normally do. That's what it's all about. It's the small, simple things in our life that make it the best. Anyways, join me next week as we do a complete 180. Next week is deep and raw and full of emotion. So I hope that you will join us. Thanks again for listening. Hey, if you like what you heard, if you would give me a review, that would be fabulous. The more reviews I get, the higher I get, the more people can listen to me and find me. Oh, by the way, you can find me at mylifeisajunkdrawer.com or on Facebook at mylifeisajunkdrawer. On Instagram, it's Sue C. Mangum. You can leave questions, concerns, anything, and I'll be sure to get back with you. Hope to hear from you soon.